Good evening. Today is Monday, May 1st, and we are studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's chapter and step is into action, step 10. And our speaker tonight is Anne-Marie. Anne-Marie, thank you so much for your service. Thank you. Thank you for asking. Um, it's good, so good to see you, Amy. And I'm just um, appreciative of, of being here and being able to share my story. Well, not my story, my, my experience on uh, Step 10. Uh, my name is Anne-Marie M. I am a recovered compulsive overeater, and that's only through God's grace. Um, and by working the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous, as written in this big book, this book, book here. Um, I had gotten recovered a few times, three times prior to this last time. And all three times, as it says on page 85, um, I let up on my spiritual program of action and I rested on my laurels. And boy, was I headed for trouble. Um, and you think that I would learn after the first time. I mean, I have a built-in forgetter about not picking up my compulsive foods, but I also have a built-in forgetter about not staying in 10, 11, and 12. And part of my spiritual uh, program of action is living in 10, 10, 11, and 12 and doing 10 steps. Um, and there's many ways of, of doing 10 steps. I think the only wrong way is to not do them at all. That's my thought. I had, um, I, I go by what's in the directions on page 84 of the big book, and I'm just going to um, read those directions. Um, continue to watch for selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. And to me, that means that anytime I am feeling uneasy about something, it doesn't have to be like oh, selfish or resentment, or it doesn't have to be those exact words, but if I'm feeling uneasy about something, maybe something that someone said to me, or something that I said that I, you know, really don't really want to make an apology for, um, then um, I need I need to do something about it. And today I have a God consciousness. And I know that if some, if, if I've done something wrong or I may have hurt somebody, um, it doesn't feel right. When I was in the food, it was like, well, they deserved it. Or I just, I didn't have that, that idea of, well, maybe I hurt them. It was, it was always like I was right, or um, they, they, they're wrong. Obviously, they're wrong, and and uh, I couldn't see past that. And I'm just so grateful for this program, and I don't, I don't have to live like that. So, um, so when it's whenever I'm feeling uneasy about something, so I continue to watch for selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. I don't even have to watch for it. I feel it. You know, when I was compulsively eating, I didn't feel. I just ate. I didn't know what feelings were, but now I know when there's something coming up. And um, and I this this part I'm not always good at is um, the, uh, when when they crop up because they're going to crop up. And that was one of the, the the first time I I went back to compulsively eating after being recovered was 
I felt ashamed that I was feeling uneasy that I thought I wasn't supposed to like once I'm once I earned that title of being recovered I earned that title I thought that I wasn't going to be feeling um negativity or I, I don't know where I got that thought from but it, it was there and I didn't I didn't talk to anybody about it or I, I didn't even ask you know my higher power for help with it I um I just said I'll 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 handle it. Or if something was uneasy, I'll just say, "Oh, it wasn't that big of a deal." Just like Jim in the in the story of uh, more about alcoholism, he had a few words with the boss. Um, it's like no, nothing big. You know, a lot of times, I would do that with things that came up for me, and I would think, "Oh, it's not that big of a deal. I don't, you know, I, I won't worry about it." And then something else would come up, and I think, "Oh, it's not that big of a deal. I'll just um, I'll just deal with it myself." And uh, before you know it, I'd have all this buildup of emotion. And all of a sudden, I just wanted to compulsively eat. It was like out of the clear blue sky. I didn't have an, any idea of all this built up emotion. So these 10 steps have been so, so helpful for me. Um, so let me go back to the book. When these crop up, we ask God at once to remove them. And that's the part that I don't always go to. I don't always go and say, okay, God, please help me with this. Um, very often I'll pick up the phone. Um, but for me, um, when I do ask for help and I just say, you know, God, please um, help me with this situation. I just realized that I said something I really shouldn't have said, um, you know, please direct me. And if I sit quietly with that, um, an answer will come and I will hear an answer and I will, I will get direction. Sometimes I don't. And um I, I'll give someone a call. I have a group of people that are like my my God squad, my my little inner circle, where I'll give someone a call and um, tell them what was what's going on. And I don't follow a script. I know some some people do, and that's really helpful for them. They have a script, or they write out their um, their ten step before they call someone. Um, and that's helpful for them. And I did that at one time. And that was, it was very helpful for me. In fact, I was on a, what we call a 10 step train. And um, every two weeks we'd switch. I would have a different partner every two weeks and I would write out my 10 step and then we would connect at a certain time and we would um, review, re review the 10 step. Um, and that was helpful for me at first. I don't do that anymore. Um, like I said, I really go by what's written here in the um, on page 84 of the, of the big book. Um, so I discuss it with some immediately and make amends quickly if I've harmed anyone. So not always do I call someone with every single thing. I was before because every single thing bothered me. I mean, if somebody looked at me the wrong way, I, I thought that they didn't like me or um they were angry at me. And um, I don't do that. I don't feel that way anymore. I don't, you know, if somebody's looking at me in a wrong way, sometimes I think, oh, that maybe they're having a bad day. And it's like, not even about me anymore. This is this is a miracle, people, because you didn't know me before. I just was so sensitive. And um, when I walked in the room, I just always thought everybody was looking at me. So um, just, just so grateful. So um, let me just check my time here. Oh, my gosh. Who's the timer? Subin, are you timing me? Good, because I need you. <laughs> I forgot to set my timer. <laughs> um, so I don't always call someone right away. So if 
if I if I'm if I notice something that's going on and um, you know I ask God to to remove it and later on in the afternoon I'm feeling that upsetness again and I'm thinking of the person and it's giving me some like high blood pressure and I'm feeling like angry about it and then I let it go and then at, at night it's still bothering me you know I I will I will definitely do a ten step. And I'll call somebody and I'll tell them what the situation is. I'll tell them what I was feeling or what I did or how I thought I was perceived or what I perceived was a problem. And I'll um, I'll look at my part in it and I'll figure out I'll just I'll just start talking. And a lot of times I just realize what my selfishness was. And it's usually. They didn't. Someone didn't behave the way that I wanted them to behave or didn't say something that I really thought that they should have said. Or. Um, I'm just I'm just I'm blurring. I'm drawing a blank, but it's um, it's usually a, it's it's about me. And um, sometimes it's harder than other times to see that, that it's about me because it just seemed like it was them that that did the harm. Um, but I need to take credit for my part in the um, the issue that I'm having. And um, and so once I do that, I, I always ask for feedback because it's always for me, it's always good to have somebody that's objective that can look at the situation and be able to give me some feedback. So I always appreciate um, someone telling me, you know, giving me what their thoughts are on it. And then I um, I don't tell anyone else about the situation, which I used to do all the time. I would call another friend, hey, you wanna know what happened? Um, until I got somebody that was really like, yeah, that person's a real jerk. That happens, you know, so I don't do, I don't do that anymore. I'll call and see if there's something. Um, I, I belong to a couple of group me's. I'll look on there, see if somebody that is is in need of help or um, or a family member it doesn't really have to be anybody in in OA. But I look to see if I can be of help to someone else. And boy, that's it's it's just awesome. Um the way that, that this, um, this this program has helped me. So um, that's how I do my, my 10 steps. Um, and love and tolerance of others is our code. So um, some other things that I do with my, um, with my quiet time and my 11th step, which helps me with my, with my program is the third, seventh and in the saint francis prayer um those prayers are all for me geared about how i can be helpful to other people and i start my day off with that um just about every day and um the other thing that i've i've learned to do is the acceptance on page 417 of the big book is um Page four seventeen. Yeah, four seventeen. I four nineteen. Um, acceptance is the answer to all my problems, and I put I I put some someone's name in there, and so I'll say um, and Kara is my daughter, and she's um my number one person that um I tend to have challenges with. So um, I'll say when I'm disturbed, it's because I find Kara 
unacceptable to me. And I can find no serenity until I, I can accept Kara um, as being exactly the way that she's supposed to be at this moment. Nothing absolutely. Nothing, absolutely nothing happens in God's world by mistake. Until I can accept Kara. Um, I'm sorry, it's until I can step um until I could step my my alcoholism or my compulsive over even I couldn't stay sober, I couldn't stay abstinent. And unless I accept life completely on life's terms, I can't stay stay happy. So I need to concentrate not so much on what needs to be changed in Kara. Um, but what needs to be changed in me and my attitudes. And when I'm able to change my attitude towards towards her or others, um, it's such a more pleasant way to way to live. So um I am I am out of thoughts on step 10. I kind of veered off and how much time do I have, Subin? You have seven minutes left. Oh, seven minutes. Um, is it okay if I stop there? Because I don't want to just make up stuff. <laughs> and Marie, thank you so much for your service tonight. Uh, th thank you so much for sharing, especially the bit about the acceptance prayer at the end. That personalization was very beautiful and helpful. Um, and we are very, very grateful for your service and your presence here tonight. Um, we are now going to open the meeting for questions for our speaker or for three minute shares as this is a big book study sharings sharing and questions should relate specifically to the chapter and step being studied this week if possible we ask you to accept this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track if you would like to share or ask a question please raise your virtual hand which is under reactions, or if you're on the phone, it's star nine. And um, I think I call the raised hands in order and Yvonne will unmute you when it's your turn. Is that right? Okay, we'll take care of that. Um, Subin, our wonderful timekeeper, will you please set a timer for three minutes for each share and announce when the time is up? If the speaker is asked a question, let's please allow three minutes for the answer. Okay. So sharing is now open. And if anyone would like to share on step 10 or ask a question on step 10, which I know is um, often one of those steps that has a lot of question. Now's your time. Raise your hands, folks. I see Julie. Julie, thank you so much. Go right ahead. Thank you. <clears throat> Julie D. Um, compulsive overeater. Thank you guys for having me here always. I love it. Um, Anne-Marie, such a great share. I really love the tangibility of it, you know, and I'm only on four or five, step four or five, depending on how you look at it at this moment. Um, so taking some notes for the future is really awesome. I had two questions, um, if that's okay. Um, one, I, as a tangible kind of question, I guess more so, um, is it, okay for an unrecovered person like myself i haven't ever been through the steps this is my first time through um to take someone's 10th step and also um because i had a call this morning and i did that you know i told them i wasn't recovered but they were fine with that and also is it really just listening unless someone asks for perspective um 
yeah, I appreciated that you did. And then the second question was, um, I really loved how you um, talked about feeling it in your body, you know, and um, if you had any more to say on that, because I love like when that happens to me, even before I can identify like intellectually that something's wrong, I'd be like, oh, okay, that feeling there, you know. Um, yeah, that's, those are my questions. And thank you again. Okay, well, the first question, I I think it just varies of whether or not to do a 10 step if you're not recovered. If you're feeling comfortable, I just, I really believe that God is, God works through us. The spirit is within us and he works through us. And if you have that feeling of that you have something that you want to offer and they ask, um, I think that's okay. I don't think there's no, there's no rules. Um, and, and, OA and, um, so certainly if you think that you could be of assistance to someone, I would say, yes, go right ahead. And yes, unsolicited advice is, is not, not helpful. So if the person asks and for some feedback, then yeah, that's great. But I, I don't, I don't give feedback unless somebody asks, or if I really, really want to <laughs> answer or say something, I'll just say, do you want any, do you want any feedback? And can you say this, the second part of the, the second question I wasn't really understanding that part. I'm not sure if it was a full question. It was more of a, um, if you would be willing or had more to say about that feeling in your body when you know that like you're fearful or dishonest or something is not yeah. aligned. If you could speak to that more. Yeah. It's usually, usually in my stomach, I'm feeling a tightness in my stomach and I don't feel right about it. I don't feel I'll walk away from something and I just, I just don't feel good about it. it it's, it's not a, it's, I'm not, I don't feel free. I don't feel the freedom. Like, I don't feel like, like, I just, I just feel a tightness. So that's best I can do. Thank you. Those were great questions and wonderful answers. Thank you so much. All right. Keep them coming. Amy L. Thank you. Would you, uh, good question. Oops. Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Amy in California, compulsive eater. And very grateful to be here. And Anna Marie, thank you so much. I I admit I came in late and I I just heard a little, but I will listen to the recording. And I also loved that you shared the acceptance. I was gonna say the acceptance prayer, but because it feels like a prayer, and you shared it in relation to your daughter. Because for me, like me working tenth, my 10th step today, I, I've heard it said, you know, the 10th step is the walking around step. And I like that image because as I go about my day, you know, as much as I want to be connected to God, I wanted to, I want to be connected to my best self. The fact is I'm human and I veer away and I veer back into some of my fear, some of my old ideas. And so it's always this um, 
as it says in the big book, we we continue to watch for selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. We have entered the world of the spirit. Our next function is to grow in understanding and effectiveness. And as I've heard it explained to me, the understanding is that we learn through working the steps. We take in with our mind a, a new a new understanding of reality that my story, the way I go around the world triggered is not real often. It's it's my story that, that um, and so we understand an effectiveness is that act, that 10th step in a sense of asking God to help us bring our will in alignment. So I'll give you an example today. And this happens to me all the time because I, I am very, very flawed. And today I uh, told my husband in the morning, oh, it's going to be a hard day. I have eight clients. Lots are back to back. And um, and part of me, the old me, the ego, feels very proud of myself that I am seeing these eight people today and I'm going to care for them. And and um, and so one canceled because she was sick and my mind, my magnifying self-centered mind says to myself, well, I'm not going to tell Michael, my husband, I'm going to tell him I saw eight. Now that's insanity. He doesn't the hell care how many clients I see. He would be happy I didn't have to see eight. It's my mind that goes to that. But thank God today, something lights up in me, something new that I know that's my bondage of self. And as much as my mind wants to veer there, it will never lead to anything that feels good, that feels peaceful, that feels loving, nourishing, what I call God today. It will never. My unaided will, and there's someone well-known in Alcoholic who says this, will always bring me back to me, will only serve me, small me. It's only with a greater power that I can get out of that small me. So the 10 step is turning. You know, it's that U-turn. And I knew right away, of course I'm not gonna be dishonest. That doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve our love connection, it takes me out of reality. So I just wanted to share, it can be as simple as that. It's so simple. And yet me alone, I'll always go back to the untruths, the story. So I just wanted to share that. Thank you, everyone. Good to see everyone. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Amy L. I see Lisa N is up next. Hello, my friend. Would you like to share with us? I would love to, Amy. Hi, everybody. Lisa, compulsive overeater. Um, where are you, Amy? Oh, Anne Marie, thank you so much. I related to so much that you that you talked about. Um, I re I really related to you know doing these ten steps year day after day it, years in recovery you know 
in abstinence or not, whatever, it, it, sometimes it becomes like so, I, mean, I don't know the word I'm trying to like, not mundane, but it's just like so, like it's a formula, you know, and, and, and I can, uh, after I've done them for a long time, I too will be like, well, I don't really need to talk to my sponsor about that particular thing or, yeah, you know, I took it to God, I took it to God. And so that should be enough. And, you know, sometimes it's just not, you know, and I've just got to, I've got to, um, I guess, dig a little bit further. Um, so I definitely understood that. And I also related to um, the, the selfish, you know, call, you know, the, the character defect of being selfish, that is almost 99% of the time mine always. And it's usually never anything anybody did to me. <laughs> it's all what goes on in this mind of mine, you know? Um, so, uh, yeah, definitely that one. Um, and then I absolutely love what you did with the, um, the, the part on acceptance. I, that is, I've never heard that before. That is brilliant. I am so going to use that. Um, you know, we just continue to have just so much just crises and chaos with my 15 year old son. I'm picking him up tomorrow from a psychiatric hospital, again, taking him to another treatment center. I can't believe it, you know, and I just get nuts over this stuff. And, and I am going to write that down and I'm going to put Ben's name in there. And what a loving, um, action step. To, to do with that. I just absolutely adore that. Um, so thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing tonight. Thank you, Lisa. Yes, love it. Everybody working together to create this program and fellowship. Oh, warms, warms everything. So glad to hear it. Jim H., my friend, you are up. Share with us, please. Thanks, Amy. And thanks, Anne-Marie. Really appreciate your share. It's funny. Um, my sponsor actually texted me this morning about not resting on my laurels. And then hearing this was like, whoa, this is uh, some interesting alignment. I guess I wanted to ask, um, I feel like I'm kind of not entirely sure. Uh, so I've worked the steps, um, really powerful experience with my sponsor. I'm still kind of early with my abstinence um, and I feel ready to sponsor, but I also don't want to force it. Uh, I definitely feel like I've been given a gift and had an awesome sponsor and have something to share. Um, but I guess I also, I'm just wondering in terms of like, I know it's like 10, 11 and 12. Um, just curious i feel like i'm kind of holding back because i don't have a sponsee yet and i'm afraid of resting on my laurels there and I, I and anyway i'm just curious if you have any advice or experience around like sponsoring and how that plays into spiritually growing and kind of i guess how like step 12 also plays into the other maintenance steps yeah, thanks, Jim. Yeah, it was drilled into me to sponsor right away. And I had a sponsee that um, we finished the steps 
And I said, okay, you need to put your name out there. And she said, well, I'm going on vacation and I'll do it as soon as I get back. And I said, I really think that you need to do, you know, put your name out there, at least make phone calls. And she said, well, I'm not going to have time. Hmm. Um, I'm not going to, you know, she just said, I'm, I'm just not going to have time. But anyway, she ended up picking up. And I know people that go through the steps and I think it's just like Jim too. Uh, he may not have gone through all the steps, but he got so, he got so much stuff back and it's kind of selfish with him. He got his, he got his wife back. He got his family back. He got, you know, the, not, he didn't own the business again, but he got that job back. And then he was like, I'm, I'm free. I'm, I'm just um, going to sail and, and just coast. And um, he ended up, uh, picking up. It's just so important to be of service to other people. And it's, it's, I go through the big book every time I go through the steps every time I sponsor someone and I need to keep doing that because I forget. And I, I sometimes I feel like taking a break. Like I just got finished with someone and I just started with somebody and, um, I don't want to take a break because I know what will happen. And even calling people, if I don't have a sponsee that I'm taking through the steps, I call newcomers and see how they're doing and offer and tell them what, what, what it was like for me. I need to reach out. It talks about it in the big book. I mean, it talks about it in the doctor's opinion, but even in the, in the, uh, the, preface and the the forwards I meant the forwards the first forward um first edition it talks about the importance of helping helping other people um let me use the, not the forward to the first edition maybe go to the second edition um anyway it's it's in, in it's in the beginning of the book that it's told that we must be of service to other people. It's the only way that I'm going to stay abstinent um, and, and keep my abstinence. I got abstinent so many times. I can't, I can't tell you how many times I couldn't stay abstinent. And it's because I was trying to rely on myself, handle things, not do 10 steps. My prayer and meditation, I got too busy. And, and then um, I didn't have time, you know, I got my life back and I didn't have time to help other people. So um, it's just so it's just a part of my life and it gives me so much. I learn so much. I keep learning and learning and learning about myself. So um, and and I help people too. That that feels good. That really feels good. Just living that third step prayer. You know, I offer myself to thee to build with me and do with me whatever you want to do with me, you know, just take me and use me, you know, and it's uh just gives me goosebumps. So I hope that you I hope that you at least call some newcomers and and step out because you're gonna be you're gonna be awesome to help somebody else. You have a lot to offer. That's all I have to say about it. <laughs> Thank you, Anne Marie, and thanks for the question, Jim. Okay, Leslie Kay, you're up next, my friend. Go for it. Hi, thank you, Amy, and thank you for everyone who's doing service tonight. Um, I really appreciate that you guys stepped up and I'm sorry that I, I couldn't, that's why I rushed to be timer, but then I was beaten out by Subin. Anyway, um, 
Uh, Anne-Marie, thank you for your share. And what really struck me is the fluidity of your program. Um, and what I, but what I mean by that is you were so uh, humble. You had so much humility around, and I didn't, and I've stopped doing that, and I don't do that, but I used to do this, and I used to do that, and you, it was like watching you juggle all these balls. But really, if I listen between the lines, all I hear is recovery. You know, I don't, I don't hear what you're not doing anymore. I hear all the stuff you do, and that just struck me as very humble, and I really appreciated that. So thank you for that. Um, I am, uh, oh, this, um, yeah, like last week, um, I had another month tick by. Um, I, I, I watched my months go by on the 26th and, and on the 26th, another month went by and, and uh, it's a very cool thing to, um, to be in a space of recovery where I want to reach out. I want to be of service. I want to get those phone calls. Um, outreach is such an amazing thing with this group because you creators and you know who you are and I know who you are, but um, I won't call you out. But the creators of this group gave us every tool possible to make this as uh, successful for me as it could be. And I've been coming to these rooms for a long time and I've never had these tools. The WhatsApp chat group, that comes up on my phone all day long when somebody is reaching out or needs to read a 10th step or whatever, it's right there for me. And, uh, and then to have four meetings a week, um, it just keeps me in check. You know, it just keeps me suiting up and showing up. And then to have these uh, service positions available to us um, <clears throat> through like monkey thing, whatever monkey mind or whatever it's called. Um, that's just an amazing tool. Um, everyone knows I'm a Luddite around the computer and I, I, uh, and I don't feel any shame about that here. If I need help, um, to use these tools more efficiently. I know I can call anybody that's younger than me in this group, and that's pretty much everybody. So, you know, it's just an amazing thing. So if you're new to this group, boy, keep coming back. I, I love this group. It is such a kind and welcoming environment. And so if you're struggling, my number's right there on the right, right. Let's see. Wait a minute. I can't find the cat. There it is. It's right there. My, <laughs> my, I don't even know where my camera is. So pathetic. Anyway, it's just a, an amazing thing to have these tools. And when I don't have a sponsee and I do outreach, it is the equivalent to me because I just I make as many outreach calls as I can. And when I get them, I stop what I'm doing. My partner says, what do you do? Five, 10 meetings a day? I go, no, no. She will, it feels that way. I said, no, but I, I do the amount of service and meetings I need to stay abstinent. You know, and that kind of it shuts, that shuts that, that line of query down. But anyway, um, I don't feel guilty, not one second uh, with my investment here.
It's the best investment I've ever made in my life. Thank you for letting me share. Oh, thank you, Leslie. Love, 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 love. All around, mutual, bouncing back and forth. What, uh, 849, uh, Yvonne, would you please stop the recording?